Hi guys, Joy here, intuitive coach, and I'm here to help you on your awakening journey. It is my intention to share my truth. I am one opinion out of many, please take it or leave it. And I wanted to get on because I, I was reminded yesterday of one of my awakening um, downloads early in my awakening. And it was so shocking and I, I couldn't share it right away. So I kind of put it on the back burner, but it has just come out again. <laughs> and so I'm going to go ahead and share this story with you. I had been working in South Dakota and I worked overnights and every single night in the sky, I would look at the star and I would stare at the star and I would talk to the star. And I don't know why, but I felt very close to the star. And I wasn't awake. I had no idea. I knew about UFOs and stuff. But I, um, yeah, it was Venus is one of the brightest stars in the sky. And I had this download. And I'm going to share this article with you. The article is from CosmicNews.org. And the title is Mothership. The New Jerusalem, Ashtar. And it's basically saying that the New Jerusalem is a mothership. It's a spaceship. And I'm going to read through this article. I'll share it for copyright purposes, obviously. It is going to be in the description below. I'll also put it on my website because I feel it's very important. I'm just going to read some of this article. The New Jerusalem Mothership. This mothership has always been stationed in front of planet Venus since ancient times. If you look at the sky early in the morning and look at the bright star we traditionally ascribe as Venus, it is actually the light of the New Jerusalem Mothership. The light we see is not Venus itself. It was actually the mothership stationed in front of it. The brightness of the planet Venus was made possible by the New Jerusalem mothership in front of it. <laughs> Compared with planet Mars, it's not as bright Venus appears to be because there is no mothership in front of it, even though the distance of Mars to Earth is almost the same as Venus. And now it was given a go signal along with all the ships to the galactics to come closer to Earth and let their presence be seen by the whole world. The New Jerusalem, running on the water. This is Lord Ashtar, who serves the most radiant one, the Christ, in his mission of love. Greetings, beloved ones. Everyone up here on all our ships are viewing what has been and is happening on your beautiful planet Gaia. She has such a beautiful, joyous smile, joyful smile with happiness. She was promised eons ago. She has so much love for you, her children. Have faith in you as you come to your full consciousness and glory. We assure you, too, shall be running on the water in your dimensional consciousness. And I'm going to skip down a little bit. Looking up from your world, you see a huge vessel hovering like a big city, larger than any you have ever seen on your world. She even glows and is alive, 
organic, not like anything like your transportation on Earth. The New Jerusalem is many millions of years old. She has been mentioned in your Bible many times, referred to as a city upon your Earth. And I'm going to skip the Bible verses, but there's, there's several. I'm going to skip down here to the description. Maybe we can describe our ship to you, and you can visualize it in your mind's eye. The New Jerusalem is the largest of the ends of heaven, a floating etheric world housing the headquarters, the quarters of Lord Sandanda, Lord Ashtar, and Ashtar Command. <laughs> Amazing. The New Jerusalem is a pearly white city, space city, and it's 2,000 miles in length and 2,000 miles in width. It is one of 10 motherships. It will be seen from coast to coast. It has 12 levels. The bottom, this entry and exit portal for trafficking craft includes disembarking platforms, parking docks, garages, maintenance departments, storage areas, and registration headquarters. <laughs> Second level, a colossal stockroom, the quartermaster deck containing all manner of supplies. It is an immaculate city of warehouses. The third level is a vast zoo, including animal husbandry research and a bird land with creatures from many worlds. The fourth level, agricultural research. It is like a vast farmland of well-kept vegetables, gardens, and fruit orchards. Much of the growth is blue instead of green, which is amazing. Fifth level is the housing center for all those technicians and persons who serve on the four levels below. The sixth level, recreational level and lovely landscape parks for all residents of all ages. Seventh level, medical complex, patient facilities, dental care, biological research, ship laboratories, and quarters for all medical personnel. Level 8, housing prepared for Earth evacuees. It contains staterooms for individuals and apartments for families. There are countless joint dining areas, social halls, nursery care stations, laundry facilities, and information offices. The ninth level, university compound. Mm, sounds wonderful. The halls of wisdom vast libraries, endless concert halls and cultural interests, halls of learning for all ages, music rooms, and computer classrooms. The 10th level, special apartments for visiting dignitaries from all dimensions, barracks for the ETs, staterooms, and apartments with multiple scattered conference rooms and beautiful sprawling dining and lounging areas. The 11th, level ashtar command headquarters and great rotunda meeting hall earth evacuees are brought to this great hall for any necessary group gatherings the command communication center is located here i'm sure we've met many times on this level you guys the 12th level the officer's observation deck and pilot control center which can be visited by appointment of course. This is so amazing. Okay, I'm going to just continue a couple more paragraphs. 
and then I will, um, I'll finish my story. <laughs> Beloved hearts, there are millions of craft operating in your solar system at all times, and many of these belonging to Ashtar Command. Some are stationed far above your planet and are more or less stationary for long periods of time, keeping track of Earth on, on their monitoring systems. Others move about discharging their various duties. We have small craft doing surveying activities, and we have larger craft with an extended range that are capable of operating in space and which visit planets and other solar systems. So they're just in and out. They're hanging out. They're with us all the time, you guys. <laughs> They've never left. Literally. Lord Ashtar, Lord Sananda, which is Jesus. They've never left. They're literally here with us. So anyways, okay, so I first woke up and I heard all of this. And it was pretty shocking, to say the least. And... I didn't really share it with anybody. I shared it with a couple of people. I think my best friend, uh, Christina, um, maybe a couple others, but I didn't share anything about it, obviously. And then I just nonchalant going about my business. I'm taking my daughter to school. We go and we pick up some school um, books that they're giving away for free. And we go outside the school and I find this book literally says Venus, a shrouded mystery. Now tell me that wasn't for me. I literally just showed up there. They're giving this book away. Okay, so I look inside and it has one of the old library card um, things inside where the librarian used to be able to check out. Um, <laughs> it's old school. Anyways, it has some stamps inside from the date and I can see exactly when it was checked out. The first time it was checked out was October 16th, 1990. This book has been at the school since 1990. <laughs> And I opened it up, and then it's, it's called um, Isaac Asmanoff, excuse me if I'm saying it wrong, Library of the Universe. <laughs> I can't make this up. And then it says Venus, a Shrouded Mystery. So I go into the informational page, and I look, and I can see that this book was literally written in the year 1920. 1920. Okay, so this book was written in 1920, ended up at the, at the school in the 90s so that I can pick out this book for free in 2020 during the pandemic, right after I learned about Venus and the New Jerusalem. <laughs> There's no mistakes, you guys. That was enough confirmation for me. I'm going to share the book information below too, but I thought this was an amazing story. And with all the UFO disclosure that's coming out right now, guys, we need to make sure that we're sharing as many benevolent stories about our, our friends. These UFOs are not enemies. The enemy is the government. Okay. They've literally had patents for UFOs since the sixties and they haven't shared any of that alien technology with us. They've been stringing us along the entire time. Most of us know the truth. Most of us know the truth because we can feel it in our gut. We know when something's off. And we know that UFOs are real because we've seen them ourselves. I personally have had abduction experiences that I will go into later. 
but I know that they're real and it was for the greatest good. The only reason these higher dimensional beings are here is for our helping us, is to help lift us up. They're not here to hurt us. They've never been here to hurt us. They've never left. They've been here since creation. We've literally been watching. They've been watching us the entire time. I say we, <laughs> I slipped up. We have been watching ourselves the entire time, yes, because a lot of these beings are us from the future. I know. I know it sounds crazy. and Just take it one thing at a time. The UFOs are here to help us. None of them are here to hurt us. The ones that are here to hurt us are already here, and they've been in control for, what, 26,000 years now? So we're trying to wake everybody up, and the more you can share how awesome higher dimensional beings are, the better off we're going to be, right? There might be some kind of false flag coming. Dark beings are experts at twisting things around, aren't they? But you can, you're starting to see through them because you're starting to tap into your own intuition and discernment and gut feelings so that you can, you can feel it. You know when something's off. All right, guys. I just wanted to share this personal story between me the New Jerusalem and Venus and I hope that that I hope that helps <laughs> I love you guys the best is yet to be